in today's show, we've got news about the Walt Disney Company signing a 10-year deal to utilize a majority of the Pinewood Studios. Uh, Disney Parks' new celebrity designer ear collection, Mickey and Friends' fantastic cavalcade coming back to Disneyland, meetups, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the award-winning Disney Parks Podcast. (laughs) All right. Let me... I got to pull... All day to say that. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. We did win an award. It's, uh, it's factual. It's factual. Everything is satisfactual. Yep. All right. So uh, every year uh, uh, there's something called a Florida blog con. Uh, it's run by this woman, Beth. I'm not going to say her last name because she probably doesn't care. Uh, but she does this great job. Uh, she brings all these creative people in. And you can, if you're a blogger, videographer, photo podcast or whatever, you can go to this conference and get tips and tricks on how to make your thing, your jam better. So this is the 2019 uh, Sunshine Blogger Awards. That's what is part of the Florida blog come. Uh, sponsored by uh, your Southern, I can't even read that. Southern Ford Dealers. Yeah, Southern Ford Dealers. We were voted favorite podcaster. So Disney Parks Podcast, favorite podcast. Now, we didn't nominate us. You all did the nominating. You all did the voting. Uh, we all just are enjoying the uh, basking in the glory of this win. So uh, thank you all for doing that. Whoever did that, that's great. We don't, you know, we don't do this for fame. We do it because we like it. And once we stop liking it, you won't see us anymore here. <laughs> <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> you can fill uh, this channel with something else. <laughs> there have been a few times we've both been like, are you still having fun with this? Uh, I got the news. Tony saw the award and then uh, texted me a picture of yeah. it. And I dropped my phone. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, and there are other blog competitions that mm-hmm. we have been nominated for for several years. Yes. Uh, but they cha- one of them changed their rules to where like we have to, you know, we we pay to nominate ourselves, and I hated that. I yeah. always hated that. And so now we've got this award that we've won. That I have no idea how we got nominated. We, I have no we had idea no involvement how we in it. <laughs> uh, had nothing, nothing. We had no idea we were even nominated. Yeah. Had we known, we would have said, "Hey, what you think about? If you like us, think about voting for us." But yeah. For us to be uh, nominated and voted the the favorite podcasters, mm-hmm. hey, that's that's a heck of a thing. So thank you so much. Yeah. Um, beyond just Disney, just period. So mm. of all the Florida bloggers for this year, we've been voted favorite podcaster. So yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you never heard us say on the show, please nominate us or please vote for us. <laughs> we're just not that. Uh, no. We're not that crew of people. No, that's not our thing. Yeah. Mm. But trust us, don't, we're not going to let this go to our heads. We're still going to be the two knuckleheads mm. we've always been. Except now we'll have an award that we can hold up and say, "Look, Ma, we did something!" Yeah. Yay! Yeah. And apparently, it is going to get mailed to us, so we'll have something physical to show you eventually. Yeah. Just give it a I little time. Okay, so you get to keep it for a week. I'll keep it for a <laughs> sure. week. You yeah. keep it for a week. I'll yeah. keep it. For, it'll be like the Stanley Cup. Yeah, we'll do it a month at a time, not a week. Just a month? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, you can have it a month at a time. Okay, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Okay, so um, anything you want to share before we get into it? Yeah. I I think that's enough sharing. (laughs) That's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, So, my friends, there's nothing else we can do but get into (gasps) the the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. 
Well, guys, if you are coming to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or any of the Disney parks around the world, or if you're just planning on taking a simple family vacation, a romantic getaway, or maybe you're planning a destination wedding, a cruise, or maybe you're finally taking that European adventure, uh, you need to let our friends know at Destinations to Travel. Let them be your guide to help you plan your dream vacation. I know a lot of people like to plan their own vacation, travel, and all that stuff, but I'll tell you, if you've ever been stuck in a hotel lobby at 3 o'clock in the morning like I have, and you didn't have a travel agent that you could call and have them help them fix it, uh, it is something that you desperately need. And the cool thing about it is is they will help along the way at no cost to you. They'll show you ways that you can save money that you might have missed. There's offers always coming out. Uh, things change pretty fast in the travel world. And uh, these great travel professionals will help you do it. So uh, the best thing to do is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two travel. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com slash D, the letter two, uh, let's letter D, number two travel. Uh, to complete the form, if someone from Destinations to Travel will contact you, uh, that's the best advice I could give you, and they will make sure that you have a magical experience. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel. So, the Walt Disney Company has just signed a 10-year deal to monopolize, I mean utilize, a majority of the Pinewood Studios. Uh, just outside of London. You know what they film at Pinewood Studios? Star Wars. You know what else they film at Pinewood Studios? Marvel. No. Do you know what else they film at Pinewood Studios? Disney movies. James Bond. Oh. It's been announced that Walt Disney Company has signed a deal that gives them the ability to utilize the majority of the resources at Pinewood Studios just outside of London for the next 10 years. <laughs> the deal, which is anticipated to commence in 2020, will allow Disney to use almost all of the backlots, stages, and other production spaces. <laughs> I love how that's written. Yeah, almost uh, all. Almost all. Uh, at this time, the financial details of the agreement have not been disclosed. That's mm. none of your business. Uh, it's <laughs> not true. Uh, the Disney Company deal comes just after a similar agreement was struck between Netflix and Shepperton Studios. Mm. Shepperton is owned by the Pinewood Group. Uh, it's being conjectured, uh, conjectured that the signing of the deal between Disney and Pinewood, combined with the Netflix agreement of just two months ago, will increase the fear that the already scarce availability, availability of production space in Britain for smaller companies and independent filmmakers will become even more so. Hmm. Great! So you can Fans. pay Disney now for their space right. that they own. They'll do that, too. They'll sublet. I'm that. sure they will. Fans of the Star Wars franchise might recognize the Pinewood Studios name as Disney shot the latest films there. Hmm. Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and many other blockbuster movies were also filmed at Pinewood. Five new stages opened in 2016 at Pinewood Studios, and plans are in place to open an additional six by next year. Mm -hmm. Even as the studio expands in Britain, Pinewood Group has announced in the past couple of months that it's ending its partnerships in Malaysia and Atlanta. Okay, that's weird. So I think Disney's pulling out of Atlanta and going over to Britain. Hmm. Isn't it cheaper for them to shoot a film in the United States, being that they don't have to send then everybody to the UK and put them up? We promised ourselves we would not talk politics on this show. Okay. <laughs> but let's just say, let me say this. The Georgia legislature signed into law a bill that oh. says people in the uh, acting and theater world mm -hmm. Ain't happy with. Hmm. That might be part of it. Okay. If if they're if they're paying for Pinewood Studios, they're also being able to get around some of the uh, some of the labor laws. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think, but the UK's see. labor laws are tighter than ours. But the they are. There there's certain things that they can mm. and can't do. Mm -hmm. uh, tea time is a pain over there. But you know, hey, Disney. Disney wants to spend all that money. It's cheaper mm. to shoot in Georgia. Mm. It's also also probably non-union. In Georgia? No, I don't know. In, in the UK. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that, too. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, we spoke about this uh, a while ago, and we're going to kind of rehash on it. Uh, Disney Parks uh, announced these new celebrity to designer ear collection. Uh, so now they have more of a defined schedule. Still a little wonky around some dates on some of this stuff, uh, but they confirmed at least the full release schedule. Um, the Disney Parks blog shared uh, some new release dates and uh, announced new designers all around this. So these are uh, obviously mini ear headbands that uh, designers are doing. Did you see the ones uh, that uh, Brett uh, Iwan is doing, the Mickey ears? We, uh, we're going to have to get a pair. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like two old-fashioned microphones, and then in the top it says uh, on air, and it lights up. Yeah, we, we definitely need a pair, uh, depending beep, on how expensive beep, they are. Beep. I, I don't care. We're going to buy them. Uh, supermodel Lily Aldridge will create a Minnie Mouse ear headband to be released next spring, uh, Aldridge uh, said about the opportunity. I have such fond memories with my daughter, Dixie, and it was an absolute dream to be able to design these ears. <laughs> Our first stop is Disney Parks. And we always want to buy our mini ears and hope families will love that we created to make Disney memories extra magical. Uh, new headbands are soon on their way from Heidi Klum uh, with its Swarovski crystal, crystals. Uh, Princess Leia inspired a look from Ashley Eckstein. Uh, and you'll also have dates for the hipster ears by Jared. Uh, everybody knows what those are. So Heidi Klum is September 28th. Uh, Ashley Eckstein is October 4th. Jared's hipster ears are October 18th. And then here's where we get a little gray area. Uh, Coach will be in the fall of 2019. Uh, Brett is going, uh, Brett Iwan is going to be in the winter of 2019. The Blondes, the winter of 2019. Loungefly, uh, 2019. Vera Wang, although she'd be nice and expensive, will be in the spring of 2020. Cupcakes and Cashmere. What the? What is? Is that a band? Who is that? Uh, I don't know. I just work here. Yeah, uh, that'll be in the spring of 2020. Here, here's the beauties, John. You ready? Yeah. Joe Rody. What? Spring of Designing 20 ears now. Spring of 2020. Well, what do you, know you think those ears will be? I don't know, but they'll <laughs> break in five minutes. I think he should do a Yeti ears. I think it should be an ear with a big, long ear Earring. hanging down off it. Just, and a Yeti on the other yeah, one. a Yeti on the other one. <laughs> uh, then Asha Eckstein's got another uh, crack at it in spring of 2020. Uh, Kevin Rafferty in the spring of 2020. Carly Kloss, spring of 2020. Lily Aldridge, spring of 2020. And John Coltaire in the summer of 2020. So these are going all the way to next year. Now, there's only a few places you will be able to purchase these. One, the Disneyland Resort at uh, the Disney Dress Shop, uh, Disneyana, and then off the page. So that's three. And then here in Disney World, Ever After Jewelry Company and Accessory, Mouse Gear, if it's open, Uptown Jewelers, and Once Upon a Time, uh, once upon a time, and then Discovery uh, Trading Company over in the Elm Kingdom. So that's it. Just a few places. They're not littering the parks with these. No, you can have to be not. on a hunt, and you. I I'm. I bet for some of them you're going to stand in a line. Yeah, because I'm assuming they're going to be limited, and I'm assuming that people are going to want them, and they're going to line up for them. So that's it. Yeah, probably. All right. Hey, last week, John, we had a trivia question. It was, what is the only cartoon created by Walt Disney that had an Easter theme? He only had one cartoon that had an Easter theme. Do you know the name of that cartoon, John? Uh, Easter Bunnies on Fire? Close. Uh, it was Funny Little Bunnies. And funny Little Bunnies. I'm going to have to look that up. I don't remember that off the top of my head. And the winner is Dustin, and as we like to say around here, Dustin, it's in the mail. In the mail. This week's trivia question, John, is this. Okay. You all should know this. There should be uh, no Googling. No Googling needed. You ready? What yes. are the names of Walt Disney's three brothers? Walt Disney the person. He had three brothers. Name those brothers. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> Very close. 
Ink and blink and a nod. If you can name them in age order. Oh, my. There might be a bonus gift in there for you. All right? I don't know if I could do that. I'm good, but I'm not that good. All right. Uh, send that to uh, the Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. I think there was Gustavo. Yeah, very he was close. the oldest. Very uh, close. Ramon. Uh, and then I think uh, Tim. Ooh. Oh, it's brother from another mother. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we just got done doing two, uh, I think, pretty good uh, shows just for our Patreons. We do two shows a week, extra content just for our Patreons. Uh, they're called Extra Magic Hour Shows. Ooh. Nice original name for show there. Uh, and the only way that you can see those shows, we don't repurpose it. We don't do anything with it. It's just for our Patreons. Uh, the only way to see that is to visit patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Um, that's something that we do to thank and uh, give some more content and value. If you like the show, if you want to support what we do here, please go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Or for as little as $5 a month, you can get not only an amazing uh, array of uh, rewards, but you also get two, count them two, count them two shows a week extra. Uh, that you can listen to at your leisure. And it's usually Tony and I just talking about Disney stuff as we like to do when we're sitting around, uh, have a dinner or something. But go check that out, patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast, and you can be part of the cool kids. And we always want to thank, and uh, we really appreciate all of our Patreons. Yep. Uh, so, Tony, mm-hmm. guess what? Disney's getting Disney. another parade? Disneyland's getting yet another parade. <laughs> Woohoo! That's Disneyland 17, Walt Disney World. Zero. One. No one. <laughs> we have the Festival of Fantasy. All right. All right. According to an update to Park Hours posted recently on the official Disneyland website, Mickey and Friends Bandtastic Cavalcade will be returning to Disneyland Park starting October 1st. Nice. Uh, guests last saw the cavalcade on August 1st. When it filled the gap between the end of Mickey's Sound Stational Parade and the return of the Main Street Electrical Parade. With the Electrical Parade glowing away uh, again on <laughs> September 30th, the cavalcade will once again make its way down Main Street USA with a special show stop uh, happening throughout the parade. The Disneyland Band and some rarely seen characters. Of course. Looking at you, Friar Tuck. Uh, look for the show twice daily at 1.30 p.m. and 3.30 p.m. What time's the 3 o'clock parade in Disneyland? Two. Uh, there's been no word yet as to how long the cavalcade will be around, so... Get guys, it while you can. Get it while you can. Yeah. Uh, Disney being the great planners that they are... <laughs> They announced dates for the Festival of the Art already. Mm. Did you get this one, John? This was good. I did not. Uh, Disney World Resort announced uh, that Epcot, the International Festival of the Arts, will return January 17th to February 24th. I'm still shocked that it's so tiny that they haven't expanded this more to like another month or two. Oh. Yeah. Uh uh, the popular festival offers uh, live con concerts and art performances, workshops, uh, art uh, signings, and much, much more. Uh, I probably went a little crazy this year uh, with art. Uh, Disney has confirmed that Disney on Broadway concert series will return nightly during the festival. Nightly. I'm liking that. Uh, guests will visit Epcot during the festival. will be able to enjoy several new film experiences in world showcases as previously announced the new beauty and the beast sing-along makes its debut in january 2020 in the france pavilion hey. uh, in addition to impressions de france the new sing-along uh, adventure is directed by none other than don han the producer of the movie uh, he did uh, produce the animated and the live action versions of this tale as old as time. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Now get that out of your head. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, Canada, the far and wide in Circle Vision 360, also debuts in January 2020 
And then guess where? The uh, the uh, African outpost. Close, close, very Dang close. It. The Canadian pavilion. Oh, that makes more sense. Uh, this will be all new scenes with a whole new story. What else can they tell besides ice and hockey? What else is there in Canada? The, the, Bare naked that, ladies. That, we rush. that they haven't told us. <laughs> ice fishing. <laughs> the land pavilion will also have a new film called Awesome Planet. Dude. Dude. Awesome planet, dude. dude. Bruh. You want to come to a planet? Come to ours. It's, it's awesome. awesome. Sha. Sha. Uh, this, that also will be in January of 2020, showcasing uh, beauty, diversity, and dynamic story of Mother Planet Earth. Mother Planet Earth. I like the way you said that. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. I know. You're welcome. Uh, Walt Disney World is introducing a Florida resident seasonal flex pass. <laughs> Florida residents can... <laughs> Okay. Hans and Franz does this announcement. Yeah, Florida residents can now enjoy some flexibility with their visit when they purchase this new special ticket offer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to keep that up, although I could. Florida residents can purchase tickets. Uh, available for use most days <laughs> through February 29th, uh, but you have to see the black 2020. Update. Yeah. Yeah. 2020. Well, that's the next February yeah. 29th. Yeah. Uh, so apparently we're getting a leap year this year. Ooh. Interesting. Catch that. Yeah. Uh, you can do a three-day flex ticket for $249 plus tax, which winds out to $83 per day. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can do a four-day ticket for two sixty-nine, which is sixty-eight dollars per day. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, the blackout dates, though, run from November twenty-first through November twenty-eighth of twenty nineteen, hmm. which doesn't make sense. They don't want you to have Thanksgiving. Go away, right? Uh, or uh, uh, or December eighteenth, twenty nineteen, through January second of twenty twenty. They don't want you to join Christmas. Go away. No. Yeah. <laughs> Tickets and any other options must be purchased through December 17th of 2019 and used by February 29th of 2020. Ticket valid uh, September 5th to November 20th, November 29th through December 17th, and January 3rd through February 29th. We've stated that again just mm-hmm. so there's no confusion. Tickets can be used on non-consecutive days, which mm-hmm. is good. Yes. Proof of Florida residence is required. Mm-hmm. All tickets and options are non-transferable and non-refundable and exclude activities and events separately priced. Mm-hmm. Halloween uh, parties, what? Christmas parties. Yeah. Uh, water parks are subject to rehabilitation, seasonal, and weather closures. Hmm. So, guys, let me go ahead and say this for the millionth time. No. Tony and I can't get you seasonal tickets. We can't buy you Florida <laughs> rest tickets. Your friends who live in Florida can't buy you tickets. That's not how it works. No. You have to have a Florida driver's license. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, Or okay? a bank statement uh, from a, a financial institute. With your Florida address, address on it. it. Not your yeah. New Jersey address. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. All right. Hey, uh, we got a meetup. It's coming up actually this uh, Sunday. We are going to September uh, 15th, 2 p.m., uh, Ample Hills Ice Cream on the Boardwalk. So On the Boardwalk. boardwalk. Uh, we can yeah. do ice cream or we can do uh, bakery or maybe both. A little of both. Why not? You never know. Uh, October 12th, uh, 2 p.m., we are going to meet at the Art of Animation, and we're going to do our first ever annual in the first time in forever. In the first time in forever. A Skyliner crawl. Uh, oh, assuming boy. they have the wire tightened up. No, better be good and tight. <laughs> then on November 2nd, our ticketed event, 1 p.m., come see Derek Johnson uh, tell stories about Candlelight Processional. Will he do uh, the, the whole Kingdom thing? Will he start with the Kingdom Keepers and then... Uh, he doesn't do Kingdom Keepers. That's somebody else. Yeah, no, he'll, he'll probably focus on Candlelight Procession. Oh, okay. If you don't know who Derek Johnson is, he is the creator of the Voices of Liberty. And Derek is the reason there's the a stage 
Well, that too. Uh, there's a stage in front of the castle. It was his group of singers that came in and, mm. and started that whole thing. Mm. So Derek's been with the Disney Company for a long time. He's a brilliant guy. He's a lot of fun to be around. He's like the greatest grandfather you ever had. Uh, and he's going to be joining us talking stories about Candlelight Processional and the Voices of Liberty. Uh, so that's going to be great. Where is that going to be? Uh, that is going to be at the Boathouse at uh, 1 p.m. It's a ticketed event. So you're going to have to purchase a ticket. It's $40. It includes uh, the event plus a book by a Derek. Uh, Think Spots, I believe, is the name of the book. Uh, so you're going to get a ticket and that. And we are going to supply some appetizers, and then lunch will be on your own. Uh, so you can go to eventbrite.com to search for Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, this will come up. Or we have a link uh, on our Facebook events page that you can go, and that will link you to Eventbrite. Yeah, 40, 40 bucks to get a signed copy of a uh, book by Derek Johnson. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll meet and greet him. I think Debbie will probably be there, his wife, mm-hmm. the longest-running voice in the Voices of Liberty. Uh, she retired a few years ago. To be able to do that, plus get some snacky snacks mm-hmm. at uh, the Boathouse right. for 40 bucks. the bargain. Totally yeah. a bargain. Yep. Yep, sounds good. All right, there is a lot of things going on. At Epcot, if you were on Facebook or Instagram today, I think every blogger and podcaster and uh, Orlando resident posted right. something about Epcot. So uh, they've now moved the character spot location at Epcot that used to be over on the left. Uh, a new character spot location uh, was opened this week to accommodate the old location closing overnight uh, for the overhaul of Ep- Epcot, obviously. Uh, the new location takes a section of Interventions West uh, that is scheduled to be de- demolished uh, just yet, but will be in the future to make room for a new Moana-inspired attraction called The Journey of Order. Uh, the new character spot location will still feature Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and Goofy for now. Uh, eventually, uh, Mickey Mouse is planned to take over a space in the Imagination Pavilion, then Minnie Mouse is planning to move out to World Showcase to the gazebo. And then Goofy is planning to venture out into the park, all according to Disney. Uh, the space is themed to travel and features postcards, uh, Epcot scenes, and modes of transportation are then projected on the wall. Very cute space. Very interesting. Very temporary. Yeah, uh, this is it's a fascinating how Disney does this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like they make it super inconvenient right. and do a lot of crazy, and then all of a sudden it's like miraculous, and it just opens. Yeah. Even if it's not finished, it'll open. Yeah. I, I feel sorry for the third uh, shift of the construction workers at Epcot now because mm-hmm. they found a whole new job. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are going to be a lot of walls going up and coming down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was there last week, mm. and it's, you know, uh, it's the best of times, it's the worst of times, you mm. know, because now the front is nice and open, mm-hmm. but now it's like it's construction walls everywhere, so it's a little challenging. You can't you can't get around as conveniently as you used to. Yeah. Did you, you know? make your fourth trip to, for your free coasters? Not yet. Oh, okay. Not, we'll get there. They're, They've got plenty. They're, they're small like they were last year, except this of year course. they're square, not round. Of course. They found a new shape. <laughs> new shape. <laughs> Next year, they'll be dodecahedrons. Uh, Asian Street Eats and an updated Jamba Juice is coming to downtown Disney at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. The Disneyland Resort has announced that a new eatery and an update to an old favorite are both coming to downtown Disney. Uh, later this year, Asian Street Eats by Chef Hung... Oh, Hung... Hung... Hung uh, Asian Street Eats will open on the west end of Dis- downtown Disney. I just can't do it tonight. Uh, the new con featuring a takeout window will serve a menu that includes rice bowls, scallion pancake wraps, pot stickers, Japanese teas and sodas, and a mochi for dessert. Uh, Asian Street Eats is from the same restaurant group as Earl of Sandwich and is expected to open for the holiday season. Chef Hung completed uh, competed in one season three of Bravo's Top Chef 
and has worked with uh, other chefs at some of the most prestigious restaurants in the country. Uh, in another area of downtown Disney, Jamba Juice will be getting a new name and new store design. Mm. So, did they buy out Jamba Juice, or are they just using the same idea, just changing the name of it? Um, I'm going with the latter. Yeah. The simplified Jamba, the company feels, better represents the current menu of smoothies, juices, and bowls. Oh, no. Sure. The company's doing this. Mm. It's just Jamba. We just make it easy. we go. <laughs> Whoa, Jumbo Jumbo. Apparent, anyway. Apparently our brand is too difficult. We had to dumb it down for Disneyland visitors. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Uh, later this year, Jumbo will close to begin a makeover inspired by its California juice shop roots. The first store opened in 1990 in San Luis Obispo near the central coast of California. Uh, look for modern touches of light wood and colorful environmental elements. Digital menus and a new online order system are also on the way. Jamba is expected to reopen in early 2020. No exact date for either new location has been announced. Very nice. Very nice. And just remember, it's Jamba Juice, Jumbo House. You don't want to miss your house and your juice. Yeah, you don't want to mess that up. Jumbo. I tried drinking a house once and it did not taste good. Hey, when someone tells you to go suck eggs, they don't mean it. Those things are awful. <laughs> All right, there's some uh, special limited time things that are coming to an end. I love when uh, you know Disney throws these things out there and then says, "All right, we're we're done with this. We're moving on." Uh, so first up is the Mickey and Minnie surprise celebration at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, say goodbye to all our company. Uh, Mickey and Minnie uh, have had their fun, and now they're going away. Uh, celebration is coming to an end, which compromises of two offerings. First, the Mickey and Minnie meet and greet uh, in the celebratory outfits uh, will end on September 30th. And then also ending on September 30th is the long lost friends meet and greet that has been taking place all summer long. I will miss that because I liked Mickey and Minnie in the same place. I don't care if they were in their celebration, but I did like them in the same place. That was fun. I may have to go yeah. swing by there one more time before yeah. they bag that up. An incredible celebration at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, this is the Super Shindig. will come to a close on September 30th. Uh, this dance party included characters from The Incredibles, such as Mr. Incredible, Mrs. Incredible, and Frozone. That's the thing that happened at the end of the street. That is going away. Edna meet and greet and selected offerings should still remain open. So, uh, But... To be safe, I would probably go pay Edna a visit just in case they get a bug up their butt. Well, see, here's the thing. The dance party, they don't have to do anything to the decor. That Edna meet and greet, there's mm. a lot of time and money and resources went into that meet and greet. Mm. I guess. But you never know with them. They don't mm -mm. sometimes don't care about money or resources, John. Uh, the Hunica, Huna... Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata, if I can speak it English. It means uh, no worries. For the and it's rest going of away. So, <laughs> what? The Huna, Hakuna Matata dance party at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, celebrate the 25th anniversary of Walt Disney Pictures, The Lion King at Disney's Animal Kingdom, along with Timon and Rafkiki in the Hakuna Matata time dance party at Discovery Island is going away. It's only there through September 30th. I think they're bringing in... I think that's going to start the Festival of Flavors. Yeah. Yeah, so... Just sing the song in your head. That's how I... Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. Yeah, yeah. And listen, we can't say this enough if you're an Illuminations person, but it's going away. No! It glows away. All right, Disney, you got your one. <laughs> for the your first one time, marketing pass this month. <laughs> for the one first time in forever. Right. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is no surprise. September 30th, last uh, one. Uh, we're going to get Epcot forever for a year. And then uh, I believe 2021 will start uh, Harmony Us. So brace for impact, my friends. 
Now, uh, I made us reservations, John, for the first. So we go go see Epcot Forever at uh, Via Napoli. I love that idea. So go have dinner and then go see this new show and get the hell out of the park. So we're doing the meetup on the 30th and then we're doing the... The meetup? Aren't we doing a meetup that night? For when Epcot... No, no, we didn't. Yeah, no, yeah, we yeah. did. We did that we early. Did that. Yeah, we did sorry. that early. Get it out of the way. Sorry, I did I, not I want to be in that crowd. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I'm with you. I yeah. may be down there anyway. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, uh, cast member blackout lifted for Disney's Hollywood Studios beginning on September 9th. After blocking out cast members for the foreseeable future, Disney's just lifted blackout dates for the aforementioned cast member self admission and main entrance passes. From September 9th through September 30th at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Mm. Disney typically blocks their cast members from entering theme parks during the busiest times of year. And they are clearly uh, and they clearly anticipated Hollywood Studios to be very busy in the opening months of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. While the low weights and attendance of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will certainly be argued in fan communities, the parks has not been busy at all. In the past few days, in part due to the threat posed by Hurricane Dorian, mm-hmm. beyond that, we saw a huge crowd on opening day for the first few hours, uh, and crowds have been leveling out ever since. The virtual queue to enter the land has only been used on opening day, much like operations out in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. As of the time that this article was published, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run has a 40-minute wait time at Disney's Hollywood Studios. That ain't bad. To go ride a banshee at Pandora, you got to wait what a hundred minutes, a hundred eighty. But for the Millennium Falcon, you have to wait forty. Mm-hmm. Wow, the blackout dates have only been lifted through September thirtieth so far, but it's likely that Disney will lift further blackout dates if Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Disney's Hollywood Studios continue to see low crowds. Mm-hmm. What? Okay, so this is listen. Not- I. I, I, I Here's the thing. I don't think we have to. Re- we we shouldn't read anything into this. Right. I just think that uh, people are waiting for number two, Rise of the Resistance, to open, and then really making their trek. Uh, the The locals seem to be coming because I I see all my local Orlando friends and pass holders there. I'm here again. I'm here about two again. I'm here about two again. I'm here about two again. So right. the locals are coming. It's the people outside of the Orlando area that are waiting. I believe. Yeah, you know, uh, I, that second attraction is going to open and, you know, the, I, I know that there's a lot of people in the online community who think Disney has shot themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. And I kind of agree with that. There's been a lot of things that they've done that's taken a little bit of the spirit of Star Wars out. Some of the things they've done that have irked some of the traditional Star Wars fans. I get that. I mm-hmm. totally understand that. Do I agree with all of it? No, but some mm-hmm. of it makes sense. I think that there's a little bit of a backlash. You know, coming to Batu is great, but wouldn't it have been better to mm-hmm. go to Tatooine or wouldn't it be better to go to Mos Eisley mm-hmm. and go to the spaceport and right. see Jabba the Hutt right. and things that we all know mm-hmm. as Star Wars fans and we're not getting any of that, right. none of that. And that's my fight. Five cents. So let's yeah. keep moving on before this becomes a debate, shall we? All right. I I, I think uh, Disney is deeping, uh, digging deeper into the barrel. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to believe that until they redo the Great Mouse Detective. That's when we know they hit the bottom. <laughs> no, I would have thought it would have been like Brother Bear. Uh, Brother Bear. Uh, that would be. That would be one thing. Or if they do a live animated, a live remake with a good dinosaur, mm. that's when you know it's time to run for the hills. <laughs> All right. So Disney is now looking at making Fox and the Hound a live action uh, remake. Here's my, I, I guess my only, it's not really a problem, but how do you, you can't call it a live action if nothing is live on the screen. You know, is it a live action Lion King? There's no live animals. You didn't train animals to talk, did you? No. No, but at the same time, Thanos wasn't real either. We didn't we didn't complain about that. But Josh he was Brolin. a person in a, a suit 
with a bunch of balls on them that they CGI'd onto at least. Well, the, technically, it'll be kind of the same thing here because they'll do motion capture on, just like they do with with uh, Bradley. Um, I don't think so. Does Rocket? I, I, no, I think I think for Lion King it was all just computer driven CGI. It was not nothing. No. There's no animals walking anyway. That's my only pet peeve about these animal ones that they won't want to do. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how bad they butcher Lilo and Stitch. And that'll, that'll be a good hack-up job. Uh, according to some internet sources, uh, Disney's looking at creating a live-action remake of the Disney uh, classic film, Fox and the Hound. Uh, Disney has met with both uh, praise and criticism. They just got mine uh, for fans' decisions about producing these live-action remakes. I'm going to use my air quotes there. Of the Disney classics, uh, but with films such as Aladdin, that had people in it, uh, and The Lion King did not have people in it, uh, both reaching over one billion. Disney's like, hey, we can make some money. Uh, so for now, the film is nearly in the concept stage and has not been assigned a director, a writer, or a theatrical release date. So it's pure speculation at this point. Yep. If the film does not make it to the big screen, you can bet the place you will see it. Uh, Disney Plus. That's right. Because <laughs> that's where everything that's going to fail is going to go. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, they're making stuff specifically for that. Like All right. Lady in the Tramp. You may not remember back in the day, uh, things like... Uh, uh, Snow White, Pinocchio, Fantasia, you know, they were they were coming out of the vault. It's the first time in that forever on VHS. But then they had a, no, a whole other thing, which was the direct-to-video department. And those were the things that were failures in the theaters that are now direct-to-video. Mm. Uh, so if the film comes to uh, fruition, uh, you know, We'll see what happens. Uh, Fox and Hound will likely be stylized after The Lion King, obviously. And uh, we'll have to see what The Lady and Tramp is going to be in 2019. And those are going to Disney Plus, too. So, you know, November or whatever, 12th, we're going to find out how good or bad these things are. You know. And uh, maybe we should do a Disney Plus watching party on November 12th. Dude, that'd be fun. Where would we do that at? In front of a television, and then we can. Well, we will be in the new house by then. <laughs> All right, and then we could have uh, a live stream, and we can talk about some of the stuff that we see. We we could do that. We can have some friends over too. What day is the twelfth? Do we know? Do we have a calendar? I could find out. Uh, hang on a second. Wait, I'll I'll, I'll find out the date you uh, go on to the next story. Well, hang on. Right. I could find it out very easily. My Disney or it's a Tuesday it. night. Oh, there you go. It's a Tuesday night. Well, Tuesday is going to be kind of a... Well, I should probably make mm. that happen. Uh, we could save it for the following Monday if we wanted. No, man. Right? I would I would say yeah. do it on uh, Tuesday night. That'd on, be fun. Uh, opening day. Learn how to taste wine from Master Sommelier George Milotes. Uh, former California girl Master Sommelier George Milotes has, has his own wine bar. George at Disney Springs and everyone from the wine curious to the budding sommelier can find something there to enjoy a new wine tasting event led by George himself will help you learn to taste wines like a true professional. If you're looking to up your game when it comes to learning about wine, George is ready to help you out in a new classic right uh, a new class right in the Disney Springs restaurant uh, George will lead you through a blind tasting of six wines served alongside cheese and chartreuse. Uh, I can't believe he's going to blind everybody I mean, that's kind of cool that's a, that's a permanent problem Yeah, that's a permanent problem to a temporary issue is he paying for uh, the Lasix to get my, my eyesight back? apparently uh, you can choose from two nights either September 14th or September 21st from 3.30 to 5 p.m. Why would they do this in the middle of the day? Mm-hmm. Uh, each seat will cost you a mere $100. Right. <laughs> if you're planning to be in town for the Epcot International Food Wine Festival, it's a wonderful add-on. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. If you plan to stay for dinner afterwards, you'll be much better informed on how to choose one for the more than 140 wines that are available by the glass, bottle, or ounce, or 
You can rely on the expertise of one of Wine Bar George's well-trained staff. And don't forget, Wine Bar George is part of the Orlando Magical Dining menu. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Check out all the events at Wine Bar George or buy tickets to the, uh, uh, at their page, winebargeorge.com slash events. Nice. Speaking of live action, uh, Disney wants to make a live action Tarzan. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Starring Ryan Reynolds. Oh, now hey I think now. that would be funny. Hey, now. <laughs> that might be funny. Uh, Disney wants to make a live action Tarzan starring Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds. According to uh, some reliable sources, uh, Disney is looking to create a live action remake of the popular 1999 animated Tarzan, and they are hoping to swing get it swing Ryan Reynolds in as their leading man. <laughs> now, this film is merely in the concept stage and has not been assigned a director, writer, or a release date. If the film does make it to the big screen, uh, you will see it in live action. Uh, Tarzan uh, could come to Disney Plus. Uh, with the older streaming service on November 12th. One of the biggest concerns among fans uh, who are already toying with this news, and this is probably where you are, are John, is uh, what will Disney do about the iconic soundtrack by Phil Collins? Uh, will the soundtrack include the live-action film, or will they merely just use it to inspire the new soundtrack by a different artist? They're going to use somebody newer and hipper than Phil Collins. They're not going to use Phil Collins. Trust newer me. and hipper, and it won't be right. Yeah, yeah. You know, they didn't use Richard Sherman for Mary Poppins. They're certainly not using Phil Collins for Tarzan. I can nope. tell you that right now. Nope. Uh, there are many fans that uh, who think it would be a waste of one of the most iconic soundtracks from Disney's film uh, that, incorp- uh, that was not incorporated into the live-action remake and feel that Tarzan would not be as popular if Phil Collins uh, had not recorded the album with the in- insane amount of passion that is apparent in the music. We also would be killing, kidding ourselves if we didn't all think uh, who wants to see uh, Tarek Tantor and the gang busting out of uh, some jungle beats in Porter's camp. Wait, have you seen have you seen Tarzan? Yes. I like the song uh, Trashing the Camp with uh, Rosie O'Donnell singing. Yeah. As Turk. <laughs> yeah. Turk. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that song. Yeah. No, neither Disney or representatives of Ryan Reynolds are willing to confirm anything or if formal discussion is even happening uh but disney seems to be eyeing reynolds uh for several other big name actors to play tarzan uh other casting choices have been announced uh have yeah have been announced but it would be interesting to see who would be playing jane porter professor porter the villainous clayton and who would play Tarek tanter kayla and knutch 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 oh you're killing me bro <laughs> turk tantor kala or Kerchak. Okay, them. So, who would you cast in these? Uh, would you cast Ryan Reynolds as Tarzan? Uh, heck no, I would not cast Ryan Reynolds as Tarzan. <laughs> uh, the thing I love about Ryan Reynolds. What if they made it rated R and he was dropping f bombs all over the place? I I would walk <laughs> out of the theater and demand my money back. Um, I I I could see it. Uh, I think a great Tarzan would be. Um, God, that's a tough question. Uh, let me get back to the other ones. Jane Porter, I think. How about uh, The Rock? Dwayne Johnson as uh, no, Tarzan. No. How about uh, Brendan Fraser, who did it in. Hell a- <laughs> no. Hell to the no, brother. Uh, I think Jane Porter would be a, a good Natalie Portman. Wouldn't be that bad, but she's starting to. I think Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah. Oh. Good, good choice. You're welcome. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> for Professor Porter, there's there's so many great Kelsey actors. Kelsey Grammer. Mm. Somebody oldish looking. Yeah, uh, older, older, older uh, British accent would be mm. great. Oh. Uh, Clayton, The Rock would be a good Clayton. Oh, okay. Uh, the voice of Turk, that'd be a toughie. Uh, although, I, why wouldn't they just get Rosie O'Donnell to do it? Wow. Uh, all of those voice actors could mm. come back because they're all still alive. Yeah. Well, that's none just of, me. 
Yeah, they didn't do that in The Lion King. They didn't bring no. any of the original voices back. Uh, except for James uh, Earl Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Why not? Who would you do as Tarzan? Seriously. <laughs> Who in the Disney Disney contracts, because you know how Disney works. Yeah. Who would be a good Tarzan who's been in Disney movies? See, I don't know if they'll go that route, because that's not the route they've been taking. They've been trying to find somebody millennial so that the younger kids can relate to the movie more. Yeah, it'd have to be... Uh, they'd have to be young. I don't know teams. who like is on. Uh, like I don't watch anything on Disney Channel, but it would have to be somebody from the somebody young from the Disney Channel stable. I think. I think the guy that played uh, Iron Fist. I can't remember what his name is right now. Would know. be a good Tarzan. Mm. Uh, I also think the guy that played uh, Daredevil would be a great Tarzan. Little mm. short, right. but I, I think that Charlie Kevin uh, Hart. Kevin Hart to play Tarzan. Too short. <laughs> okay. Next. What, what uh, what's that ant doing on that vine? <laughs> All right. No, I, <laughs> no comment. No comment. Wait a minute. Uh, Hold on. The Rock was on uh, um, Kelly Clarkson's new talk show today, uh, and they were talking. Uh, Kevin Hart was supposed to be the first guest, but obviously he can't make it. He's in the hospital because of his car accident. So. Uh, Dwayne was kind of poking some fun at him. And he's like, you know, uh, Kevin was in his car seat. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Kevin's in, in his, ho- in his uh, hospital room screaming at the television right now. I can hear it. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. So <laughs> Disneyland's 30th anniversary ticket winner returns to the park. Mm. Uh, so during the Disneyland 30th anniversary, Canadian native Tamia Richardson won a park ticket. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Now it's been 34 years since she's won the park ticket, and Tamia uh, was ready to return to the park and celebrate. Richardson won the ticket as part of the anniversary promotion that Disneyland Resort was having in 1985. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, she was only 14 years old. Now, with two teenage daughters of her own, she decided to finally use the ticket. I don't know if I would have used the ticket. I would not have used the ticket. Uh, As she returned to Disneyland, Tamina was a bit nervous to hand over her 34-year-old ticket in exchange for entry. Luckily, after their vacation, she was able to enjoy a Disney day with her two girls. girls. Tamina was very eager to experience everything new to the park, including Galaxy's Edge. Nobody was there. Disneyland has since done similar promotions for its anniversary. The resort always celebrates with exclusive merchandise, eats, and experiences. For Tamiya, all she had to do was be the 30th guest to enter the park gates. Uh, A ticket went out to every 30th guest that entered. Richardson had gone back to the park after her prize-winning trip. Uh, Had not gone back to the park. However, she never thought to use the ticket until she recently discovered it among some old photos. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if I would have used that. And if I did use it, I would want it back from them <laughs> because I would, I, would, I would frame it, you know. Absolutely. Uh, did you hear that news story about the kid that uh, uh, used all his piggy bank money to um, pay for snacks for, uh, I guess, people from the, the hurricane? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, Disney surprised him today. And invited him down to uh, Walt Disney World uh, because he obviously can't now. He have to save up all his money again, uh, so he wanted to go for his birthday. So Disney ambassadors went, and Mickey went, and uh, said, "Listen, it's on us. You know, you did something good. We're going to do something good for you." So, so is he coming here? Yes, he's coming here. Where's he staying? Uh, oh, probably Grand Floridian Contemporary. Music. No. Music. <laughs> I do not think so. <laughs> for wilderness in a tent <laughs> you get the worst you get the worst room at the art or the the music uh how much money did you save yeah all right we're gonna give you the <laughs> the equivalent of a room <laughs> for one night you only for get one night, one night. Yeah. that's all you got man yeah i mean you bought a couple boxes of ho-hos yeah. that's all yeah i'm just kidding that's so horrible yeah. Yeah. uh no, i'm glad disney did i you know that's the time when I'm really, you know, proud of the Disney company that they're like, hey, 
you know, we saw this good deed. We're going to help this kid, you know, do that. Yeah, I think it's great, too. Uh, I do wish that Disney would spend more money than the other cruise lines and help mm. out the Bahamas, because if it weren't for the Bahamas, mm. the Disney cruise line would have fewer places to go visit. Yeah. You know, yeah. a million dollars is a lot. Don't misunderstand me, especially in, in the Bahamas. But, right. you know. Disney couldn't cough up two two million. They spent a billion dollars on a theme park. They could spend a couple million dollars to. How much did they spend on Lighthouse Island? I don't know. Should split the difference on that. I think Mother Nature did a lot of uh, Disney's uh, demo that they were going to have to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next story is uh, Pandora, and we don't mean the jewelry company, but we mean the uh, the land over at the Animal Kingdom. And Africa are closing early on select dates in September and October at the Animal Kingdom. So if you're coming down, pay attention. Uh, guests planning a visit to the Animal Kingdom theme park in the coming weeks should keep in mind that Pandora, the world of Avatar, and Africa will close earlier than the rest of the park on select dates in September and October. Now, it's not bad enough you can't get... A fast pass to anything in Pandora. But now, we're going to close it earlier just to torment you. Yep. Uh, September 18th, uh, 2019, uh, Pandora will close at 8 p.m. And the rest of the park will close at 9. Then October 3rd, Pandora will close at 8 p.m. While the rest of the park then closes at 9. And then on October 4th, Pandora, well, guess what? We'll be closing at 8 while the rest of the park uh, closes at 9. But Africa will also close at 4 p.m. Uh, in addition to that, the last Festival of the Lion King show will take place at 3 p.m. on October 4th. Why are they doing this? Uh, I'm guessing maintenance that they can't do in a complete overnight shift that they have to, um, they need extra time. That's huh. what I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's maintenance and they can't do it in the complete overnight shift, so they're going to close it early. It's well, it's only an hour. I, yeah, I mean, I get that, but I mean, it's just—it's weird because mm-hmm. if they're doing maintenance, they're going to do maintenance and then stop, and then mm-hmm. let the park run, and then we're going to—I mm. just just close it. Yeah. Well, you, you know? oh yeah, keep it closed all day, and you can do maintenance you whenever you want. <laughs> get it done. Just yeah. get the maintenance done. Better yeah. safe than anyway. Yeah. Uh, Disney has patented patented a new capture pulse. So that ten times fast mechanism for water rides. Mm-hmm. Go Disney! Just before Labor Day weekend, Disney published a new patented, titled "Boat Capture and Launch System for Water Rides." Uh, this new mechanism will be a far more efficient system for regulating boat stops and starts. According to the patent, which was quoted by the Orlando Business Journal, the problem is that, and I'm quoting here, mm-hmm. slow acceleration of the boats leaving the boat stop can create efficiency issues for the water ride. As slow-moving boats keep upstream boats from advancing until the downstream boat is clear. Mm-hmm. Having a little problem with that throughput, are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it looks like this new device will be used to help pick up the pace of the boats to retain a more seamless process. Mm-hmm. Nicknamed the Capture Pult, this is both a boat stopper and a boat launcher to increase the initial speed of the boat as each advances forward. There's no mention of a new water ride. Uh, in the patent, which means that this will most likely be used to uh, update some experiences on pre-existing water rides. Pirates, It's a Small World, <laughs> Pandora, Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a litany of attractions this thing can help. Remember those... Uh, those Mexico. old cartoons. Yeah, you remember those old cartoons where the music was da 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 and it's like da 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 da. I feel like that's going to be the mm. giving love and shove a whole new meaning. Yeah, it'd be interesting because I mean, could you imagine like in in this, it'd like shoot you out? You know. Da 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 da. You have to sit back in that seat a little bit. <laughs> Otherwise, you're, you're going to wind up in the water. <laughs> da, da. Or maybe they're going to have to put seatbelts. It's going to launch you so bad. Oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Can you imagine seatbelts in It's a Small World? That'd be crazy. Can you imagine getting into the boat at, at It's a Small World, and all of a sudden you hear, 
right. Here they go. Three, two, da-da. I'm back. Like uh, maybe need some Aerosmith music. Rocket roller coaster launch system. Screaming out like, wait, I've got an idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, kids, how about a little headline news? And now the headline news. All right. First up, uh, Disneyland annual pass holders. Your cauldron bucket is available. Please report to the front of the park for your cauldron bucket. Calling all Disney annual pass holders. Calling all Disney annual pass holders. Your cauldron popcorn bucket is available. <laughs> I can't do all the voices now. Kind yeah. of disappointed. <laughs> uh, Disney Visa card holders can save up to 30% at the Disneyland Resort during the holidays. Oh. Um, so if you're a Visa holder, whip that thing out. So we're making some resis. Let it whip, kids. Yep. Uh, mobile order is now available at Ronto Roasters and uh, the Milk Stand here in Walt Disney World, not Disneyland. Oh, that'll so be So you're going to have to wait in line a little bit longer until they figure it out over there. Uh, Disney is donating uh, at least $1 million to the hurricane relief efforts. Good on you, Disney. Yep. Uh, Disney Skyliner signage is now completely unveiled at the studios. It looks pretty snazzy, but it was very weird. So even the sign on the side just has Disney, like in a small word, and Skyliner in a big word. I don't, why did they make Disney small? Skyliner big. Why do you think they did that? I don't know, man. Because they want you to remember the name Skyliner? I guess. I guess. I don't know. Uh, also, in Skyliner news, uh, crews successfully repaired and rehung uh, the Epcot uh, hull line. Uh, apparently, it was slacking too much, so they had to tighten it up a little bit. I got nothing to say. I know <laughs> hey, you know. You're like family friendly. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> Nut and hung and tighten. I can't. I cannot. I can't. I can't. <laughs> but I'm glad they got everything tightened down. Uh, <laughs> do that crawl. I don't want to fall and kill you yeah. accidentally. Uh, <laughs> the new uh, there's a new Halloween themed Disneyland annual pass holder magnet coming soon. Halloween magnet, magnet for a pass holder. Are are magnets legal in California? I don't know. I mean, is that a material that can uh, be recycled? I, yeah, no, no, or kill you. Could have radiation and cancer and. I kid, I joke, I kid. I love this plan. Um, In the first time in forever, I received an annual pass holder magnet in the mail. Wow. As The Rock would say, finally. Thank you, Disney. It only took you nine years to figure that out. Oh, there is this guy (laughs) living out there. We should probably send him something. I think that girl finally got me on the right list. I'm getting mail. Good for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm so proud of you. It's a good day. Yeah. I, and on the same day that we won an award for yeah. most popular blog podcaster. <laughs> Favorite podcaster. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Richard Williams, who was the animator of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, passed away. Please. Aw. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite uh, movies. I like that movie a lot. It's, it's it was such a great movie, and it was so difficult to do. Yeah, yeah. from an animation standpoint, and, and an actors, yeah, standpoint. and to get all those characters together, yeah, never happened again. Okay, uh, for those that are keeping score at home, purple is out. Purple is uh, dead to me. Purple is so first of the year. <laughs> now. It's the Arendelle Aqua Collection started September 13th. Are they painting the purple wall? I don't know. They might. They might. Mm. Why do you think they're doing that? Frozen 2 is coming. Frozen 2. Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Oh, yes. (laughs) So be prepared for everything Arendelle Aqua. That's all right. I like blue. Uh, I bet you can get this color at Sherman Williams. I'll bet you can. <laughs> I bet. Uh, no, who sells it? Home Depot sells Disney paint. Yeah. Uh, uh, I bet there's an Arendelle Aqua that you can get at Home Depot. 
If not, there will be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, well, guys, we appreciate you uh, taking the time to, to be a part of the show. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights, you can come to Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast, and you can join in at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We do a live show. Uh, we record the podcast over on Facebook. We have a, a great chat group. Lots of fun conversations tonight. Uh, you get to meet and greet some of uh, the other Disney fans from all around the world. Uh, come find us there. You can also find us on YouTube and Instagram, all at Disney Parks Podcast. You can also find us on the Twitter at Disney Podcaster. Make sure you come find us over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. And that's a great place to uh, find all of our show archives as well as our blog posts, links to amazing sponsors and friends like our buddies over at Destinations to Travel. Come to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two travel. Uh, get a, uh, a, a quote from some of the amazing travel professionals over there. It doesn't cost anything, so why wouldn't you? Uh, other than that, my friends, you got anything else, T? Nope. All right. From your award-winning Disney Parks podcast. If we don't see you online, we will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 